0: All right, so we're gonna continue. We're gonna we're gonna continue our series on entitled Is God real, amen. And um, my goal really is to show beyond a shadow of a doubt that God is real. That's what I want to do. I want to show that beyond beyond a shadow of a doubt. Let me give this testimony. I know this testimony right here. I want to give right now. Nah, this is, this the one. I don't know if this is the one, but I want to give this one right here. So, my my son and his uh, his uh, the mother of his children were were apart. You know, they just couldn't get not get along. One of my sons, and and uh, I'm gonna give you the short version. God miraculously put them together, as y'all saw. He was here going through the scriptures, and we're gonna keep praying that that continues to happen. But God really put them. Put the put that side of the family together in in some very miraculous ways, and I I can't let that pass. I gotta thank God for doing that. I gotta thank Him for doing that openly in front of you all, because uh, that was a miracle. Amen. Now things are happening; they're getting along much better. They're co-parenting like they should be doing. Amen. And and so God really moved on on, on that whole. All that whole situation. So I just thank God for that. I really do. I want to get that testimony. Amen. All right, I'm gonna give you this word now. Cause uh, you know, I thought about that because <laughs> because that kind of sparked this message. Is God real? Amen. That that sparked this message. So when I came up here and read, Is God real? I came back to me. Amen. Again, as we are children of the, of uh, God, and the Bible tells us to be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give a reason for your hope in the Lord. Amen? Is that what it says? It tells us to be prepared to give an answer. And last week, we started at the beginning in the book of John, because I wanted to show you that God and his word was the same thing, because a lot of times we get into, uh, you know, uh, feelings. Well, I know God. I feel like God. And it has nothing to do with with your how you feel. God is his word. Amen. And so I read to you all John 1, 1 and 1, which says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. I wanted to show that relationship that God and his word are the same thing. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He let us know. John let us know from the very beginning that God and His Word were one. So God is real. Say amen to that. Amen. But I told you it depends on if you believe His Word. <laughs> if you if 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 you don't believe His Word, He's not real to you. Amen. amen. And that's what many struggle because they don't they don't know the word. Some are just ignorant to the word. And then some just don't believe it. And so in the natural, somebody tells you they're going to do something for you and you don't believe it, then it's not real to you. You don't believe in them. You don't trust them. Amen? (laughs) So (laughs) it's deeper with God, though, because many know, many don't know the promises that he made. Again, just ignorant to his word. If you don't know his word, you don't know him, saints of God. How can you believe in someone you don't know? Amen. He won't be real to you because you don't know his word, so you don't know him. And I promise you all that as we continue along in this series, I was going to prepare some answers to some tough questions. I was going to take you all through that, and I want to do that because the Bible tells us, again, to be prepared. So especially this day with this falling away, People people want any excuse. Amen. <laughs> and they're going to come up with a lot of reasons why God is not real. Amen. I said last week in this lesson I was going to talk about atheists and agnostics and what the difference is, right? So let me tell you, an atheist believes there is no God or no divine being. Atheists believe God is not real. Amen. They say it's a lack of evidence, saints. Not believing or knowing God's word makes it easy to think like that. If you don't know God's word, you can easily think like that. Amen. They look, they look at this, though. They look at how much evil is going on in this world. And they say, look, with the, with the evil that's going on in this world, why is God allowing it? That's a major question. And the evil is going on, we know, because of the fall of men. We know the word. We know how evil came into the world. Amen? Satan's desire is to take what rightfully belongs to us. Amen? And when we see the level of evil going on today, it's just more evidence, really, that we need God. Man's heart is getting more and more wicked. Amen? Amen. It doesn't... If God doesn't step in we would probably destroy our own self. and The scripture says that. So atheists reject God in any religious beliefs. Now let's talk about the agnostic. And agnostics differ from atheists because agnostics neither believe nor disbelieve in God or religious doctrine. Now that's tough right there. I don't believe it, And I don't disbelieve it. What does that say to God? Think about that. (laughs) Agnostics, they they assert that it's impossible for human beings to know anything about how the universe was created and whether or not divine beings exist. Again, that makes sense if you don't believe the Bible, if you don't know the word. That'll make sense to you. Now, what's the acronym for the Bible, saints? Basic instructions before leaving earth, right? B-I-B-L-E. Basic instructions before leaving earth. If you don't believe the Bible, which are instructions for us to dwell on this earth, then of course you'll feel like God is not real. Amen? But here's my question. <laughs> Think about this one right here. This is how to answer some of them. Where did man get his laws from? Think about that. God is not real. Where did... where Where did man get his laws from? For example, it's wrong to kill. Who told him that? (laughs) Where did he get that from? There's no God, right? We don't believe in God. So where did it's wrong to kill come from? We know in the word it says thou shalt not kill. Huh? (laughs) Or what about uh, we shouldn't take things that don't belong to us? Where do we get that from? Thou shalt not steal, absolutely. Amen. <laughs> we shouldn't say things that didn't happen. Where do we get that from? Huh? Thou shalt not bear false witness. You should be lying. I mean, all of it came from the, the word, and God is his word. So if you don't believe in the word, where's this stuff coming from? Huh, it's almost, you have to believe it, because we didn't make it up. We just didn't come here and say, hey, it's wrong to do this, it's wrong. No, we got that from this. All this is evidence, saints, that God is very real. Amen. And as children of God, the Bible tells us to always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks of the hope that's in you. That's a good answer right there. Okay, if it's no God, then why, why you know, where are we getting all these laws from? Then you can show it to them. Here you here go. Let me show you. And then show it to them. God is his word. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. So the question is, is God real, right? Let's look at Romans chapter 1 real quick. I want to show you some things concerning us in the gospel. Amen. Romans chapter 1 and verse 1. It says, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God. So here we got Paul. Who's speaking now? Paul, right? Who's a servant of Jesus Christ. Paul was once Saul, though, correct? A person who crucified Christians. Right? (laughs) Why did he do that? Why Why was Saul persecuting Christians anyway? Because he didn't believe in Jesus Christ. That's why he was killing them. Amen. He didn't believe in God. That's what we're talking about, right? Is God real? Saul didn't believe in God. But let me show you. Let me show you this revelation the Lord showed me. He was kind of (laughs) like, as I was going through this, the Lord, oh, it was so beautiful. I showed it to me. He was sort of agnostic. Why? How can I say that? Because Saul believed in the word of God, like all the Pharisees. They believe in the word, the law, but they just didn't believe in Jesus, the living God. <laughs> Amen. Ooh, that's got to be a worst, a bad state to be in. you talking about double-minded. I believe the word, <laughs> but I don't believe the living God. I don't believe the living word. Jesus is the living word. I don't believe that. But I do believe the word, the written word. Oh my God. Isn't that don't that sound agnostic? They believe but they don't believe. Huh? I believe this this written word, but I don't believe the living word. Oh my God. Lord have mercy. Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. You got to be pretty confused. What the Bible say about a double-minded man? He's unstable in all his ways. They they gotta be really confused. Thank you, Lord. But this is Paul speaking. And how and, and he is now converted, though. He's a believer now, right? Because Paul wrote most of the whole New Testament, right? But many people of our day have kind of deified Paul, meaning he make him like a God. Because he wrote all basically all the New Testament. Amen. It's almost like like uh, back in the day, uh, John the Baptist. They had kind of deified John the Baptist. Amen. But Paul is a messenger. Uh, John the Baptist is a messenger. Amen. Pastor Rudy is a messenger. Amen. And Jesus is the message. I'll say amen to that. The messenger is not more important than the message. (laughs) See, Paul is a servant called to be an apostle. That's what the scripture said, which means uh, he's separated from the God. He's separated for the gospel, for the good news of God. And so this is Paul speaking in this scripture. Look at verse eight. He says, first, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all. That your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. So Paul is saying, the first thing I do is thank God for all you all, just like I do. (laughs) I thank God for you all's faith and that it's known people will speak about it throughout the whole world. See, believers of God got to have faith, saints of God. Why? Because without it, it's impossible to please God, right? Faith is so important. The currency of heaven is faith, saints of God. It says, for God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his son, that without ceasing I make mention of you all, you always in my prayers. That's what Sister Dorch just got through saying. <laughs> she, she's confirming the word before we even heard, read it. huh? <laughs> I, want it, I want you to know that I'm always praying for you. And who's my witness? <laughs> for God is my witness, whom I see in the spirit in the gospel of this Son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always. Come on. Did you hit that, Sister door? You must have been watching me getting into the. <laughs> Praise God. That's just the truth. We're always praying for one another. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Look at verse 10. Making requests, if by any reason now at length I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come unto you. See, saying to God, when I come to you, I want it to be successful. So, one of my major prayers, like I did before I come to you today, is I ask God to prepare your hearts to receive his word. Now I know I'm going to have a, a prosperous journey. I'm not coming up here for nothing. I want to come before some prepared hearts. Amen? So you can receive this word because God is his word. Amen? (laughs) Verse 11 says, For I long to see that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end ye may be established. See, at the end of the day, I want to impart unto you some spiritual gift that will establish you in the gospel. Amen? So my goal is to to really stir your gifts up so that you can use them. Don't, we don't want to take our gifts to the grave, saints of God. So many spiritual gifts that God gives us, like the fivefold ministry, you know, apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers. All those are gifts that God gives us, the church to perfect the saints, right? Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. He gives us those for the work of the ministry. Then we have 16 spiritual gifts. I want to show you all these real quick. Like uh, the gift of administration or ruling. Amen. Some people have that gift hey, over the top with that. Like Minister Lisa, I was I was blessed enough to do uh, her husband, Willie's mother's home going. And I just remember Minister Lisa really had that gift of administration. She helped me with so many things, you know, because I was just, starting out in the business, and a lot of things I didn't know how to put together. But she had that gift. She, oh, pastor, we need to do this. Oh, pastor, do it this way. Oh, pastor, that's a gift. Amen? Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Or oh, apostleship, pioneering. Amen? That's a gift. You know, I see Elder Deutsch, he, he's out there uh, uh ministering and talking to folks and he in the store talking to the brother or in the you know just pioneering elder tola is the same way he does the same thing you know he's out there and everybody he run into the lord comes up some kind of way amen also we have uh thank you jesus we have uh, a gift of discernment amen my wife has that (laughs) She could discern things. Our wives. Amen. Come on. Come on, Elder Vic. <laughs> come on, now. <laughs> amen. Sister Cheryl. She could discern some things. Or the gift of encouraging or exhorting. <laughs> huh? Elder Carlton has that. He, he'll, look, he's just sitting there, right? And you're looking at them and being encouraged. <laughs> That's a gift. Amen. He ain't, saying, he ain't even talking to you. Hey, you know what? You sh- nope. You're just looking at the blessing on him. Amen. It's a gift. I'm trying to show you. I'm trying to give you all a piece of meat right now so you can see it. Amen. Evangelism. Again, the George told all of us. We share God's word. It's a gift. Faith, saints of God. <laughs> we must all have these gifts to please God, saints of God. Faith, right? Everybody got that gift—the gift of giving. Some are really great givers. Amen. They'll just give you. I know my son Cameron. I have to watch him. He'll just give anything. He'll give everything away. <laughs> he will. Amen. He just is. He, he he has that gift. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Teaching is a gift. Amen. Pastor and shepherding, prophecy, is a gift. We know young Kaya Rose. You was just mentioning her. Huh? She got that gift. I'm talking about my mama got a little boy in her stomach, way before her mama had the little boy, and not a little boy is in her arms. <laughs> Kaya Rose said that a long time ago, <laughs> amen. And I'm like, uh, Jasmine, what's up? I don't know what she talking about. <laughs> she she keeps saying that. It's a gift. Amen. <laughs> we, we don't know how to do that. Amen. Many of us don't know that, saints of God. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. Showing mercy is a gift. Amen. Being merciful, that's a gift. Some people can't show. I mean, they, you mess up with them, they just be mad at you. You know, and then some will just show you, hey, you know what, don't worry about it. Amen. Wisdom. All these are spiritual gifts, saints. But one thing I want you to observe, that no one gift is greater than the other. They're just all necessary. They all make up the body of Christ. Amen. Please know that. And God is a God of order. He keeps order. Things have to be done decent and in order. So let's look at what God says about his spiritual gifts in the scriptures. And we're talking, is God real? I want to show you how real God is. course he real he gives us gifts amen but this is where we mess up let me show you where we mess up because God is real he gives us gifts we got somebody who's not real that they say give us gifts who is that (laughs) say that again elder Santa Claus he's not real (laughs) amen But they say he gives us gifts, but we know them gifts come from our parents, right? Amen? Or a relative. Because Santa Claus is not real. Amen? And that's the danger of that because, see, if you you keep telling your kids that lie, and then they grow up, and then they say, what? He was fake all the time? You've been lying to me for... Thirteen years. Although these kids are much smarter now, they figure they figure it out about two years, <laughs> huh? You've been lying, and then you tell them, but God is real. They be like, Yeah, He's not real either. Hmm. What's the name of the message? Is God real? Okay, I'm trying to keep it really real. Amen. So, so you know, God is real. Saint to God. Amen. And, and He gives us gifts. All the time. Thank you, Jesus. What does this, what does this say? <laughs> Here, let's read about this gift. It says, the gift of God. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is what, saints? That's a powerful gift. That's a powerful. Eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. God is really real. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Let's look at what God says about his spiritual gifts. This is what I just want to really hone in on this today. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 real quick. We're going to look at just what God says about his spiritual gifts. Amen. It says, now there are diversities of gifts. But what saints? But the same spirit, right? So that's saying all of us have different gifts. they are diversities. But they all coming from God. Amen. they the same spirit. Amen. So you can have a gift of prophecy or a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom, or a gift to serve. But it's all coming from the same spirit, even though it's diverse. Look at verse 5. And there are differences of administrations. But what? Same Lord. Amen. See, people utilize the gift God gave them in their own way. Amen. One may use their gift one way and another use theirs another way. It's the same gift. Huh? Elder Deutsch and I can have the same exact gift. I use mine one way. He uses his another way. Amen. But look what at the end of the day. But the same Lord. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Huh? I believe this applies to all church denominations as well, saints. See, one thing, one church denomination do it one way. One church denomination do it another day, another way, right? But at the end of the day, same Lord. Amen? (laughs) I don't know why church, why do we fight? Well, you're not this. You're not uh, Baptist. You're not uh, Presbyterian. Same Lord. Amen? (laughs) Amen? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Look at verse 6. It says, and there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. I just got done explaining that. It's diversities in operations, how you work that gift. But it's the same God. He worketh all in who? In everybody. (laughs) Amen. Oh, I want you all to see this clear, saints of God. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. We, we all, see, we're worshiping the same God, saints, and we may be taking different routes to get to heaven, but we all have the same destination. Although one thing we, we all got in common, <laughs> let me just say that real quick, because I just said something that could throw some folks off. I said we all have, have taken different destinations, you know, to heaven. But one thing, one way we all going through. Come on, we know who that is. Jesus. Amen. All, every, I don't care how you get there, you might take this road, this road, this. You're gonna go through Jesus if you get in there. Amen. It's like it's like a golf swing. you know I like talking about golf. You know what? <laughs> some people take the club back this way and they turn everybody, and some take it up higher. And back here and over here. But through impact, when you hit the ball, everybody come through impact the same way. The good players. The pros. <laughs> Amen. They come, the impact is the same, but you see backswings all over the place. Amen. But the impact is the same area. And that's what I'm showing you through Christ. Amen. You might have this denomination, that denomination, whatever denomination, but at the end of the day, you're going through Christ. Ain't no getting around that. You are going through Christ, saints of God. Look at verse 7. It says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit withal." See, when God's Spirit manifests in you, it's not for God's profits, saints of God. That's what this scripture is saying. It's to help us to be more effective ministers in our walk with God, Amen. See the the world cannot see God physically with their eyes. That's why they think He's not real, Amen. See uh, unbelievers have to have a sign, so they got so they say, "I can't see God, then He's not real," Amen. <laughs> That's the problem. But they can see God in operation in you amen you gotta make them real amen they gotta see him in you that so so here who's i talking about elder deutsch i think me and elder deutsch was talking about arguing and you, you arguing with a fool was that what we were talking about elder Deutsch? see when you argue with a fool here we go <laughs> the, the fool is acting crazy right and he and now he, he wants you to jump so now you jump you acting crazy too so I know I walk up. I don't know who the fool is. It's a saying: you never argue with a fool because you never know which is which. I don't know, huh? But if the fool is acting crazy, and you and you like, well, look, God bless you. You know, God is good. You know, I'm not gonna worry about that. Praise God. I just ask the Lord to bless you and keep you. And now I know who. Can, well, I'm seeing God. Why ain't they acting crazy? Why? What's the difference? Something different about that one. They're not acting like that. They're not out jumping all over, you see? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. That's what this is saying. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all, it's to profit us because they can see God operating in you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. In certain negative situations, saints, you got, you got to just stay in control. Because what else Elder Vic say? Who's in control? God is in control. Huh? They look at you and wonder, why, why is he being cool? I know he should be doing this, that, and that. I know I'm getting under his skin. <laughs> see, they can see something different about you. That's the only way they can see God, Saints. Hallelujah. Look at verse eight. For to one is given by the spirit, the word of wisdom. We're talking about gifts, right? To another, the word of knowledge. But again, by the same spirit. Amen. (laughs) One can have one gift, one can have another gift, but it's the same spirit. Amen. Different spiritual gifts coming from the same Spirit. Look at verse 9. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the same Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, diverse kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh that one and the self same Spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. God gives all these gifts out to man as he will. God is real. Say amen. Verse 12 said, For as the body is one and have many members, and all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. So Christ is one body with many members, saints. Amen. We are many members making up one body. Huh? We got we got hands, we got feet, we got toes, we got all these members. But it makes up one body. Amen. I'm going to break this down to the lowest common denominator for y'all today. Amen. Because God is real. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He gives us gifts. God gives us gifts, saints. But at the same time, he keeps us grounded and humble, letting us know that our gift is not more than or greater than someone else's. Amen. We are all important to Christ. We make up one body. Amen. Look at verse 13 it says for by one spirit we are all baptized into one body. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been and have been all made to drink into one spirit. Think of the foolishness that we could avoid. <laughs> If we all realize that, that truth right there. Hmm. We are the same in Christ. No matter what race you are, what ethnic you are, if you are bound up or free, we are all the same in Christ. See, but the devil is a liar. He would have us to believe that we're substandard and they're greater or vice versa. We're greater and they're substandard. Amen. But we are all baptized in one body, the body of Christ. You know, I remember Fred Price, and I got these books. I'm gonna I am got to i got to go back and read them. My mother had bought them. Uh he did a whole series of three books about racism in the church. That should not be. But he did a whole, and it was an awesome series too. Amen. I, I'm gonna go back and read those because you know when Fred, you know, Fred Price, the man of faith, uh the father of faith in some, amen, It's because you know he was all. We walk by faith and not by sight. All of that. It's all about his messages were on faith. Amen. And when he brought that out, and then he had a Kenneth Copeland, it was a bunch of them all under the faith umbrella. And he brought that out. Why is all this racism going on? Because he knew this truth. <laughs> one spirit, one body. He knew that. And then, But now he got to deal with all this other, we talking faith, but we know you, y'all don't want to associate with us, and we don't want to, we we not, but we one body. <laughs> Amen. He knew that truth, saints of God. Thank you, Jesus. It should not be. Amen. Look at verse 14. For the body is not one member, <laughs> but, but what, saints? But many. It's <laughs> many members in our body. Here's an earthly illustration of a heavenly truth. Your body is made up of many members. Amen. It's just, it's real simple. Your body is made up of many members. Amen. And, and, and some, some members, saints, it's like they're, they're not comely, meaning you can't see them, like your heart and your liver and your kidneys. You can't see those members, but your body is made up of those members. Amen. Look at verse. 15, it says, if the foot shall say, because I am the hand, I am not of the body, it is therefore not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? <laughs> Think about that one, saints. Your foot saying, hey, I'm not the hand, so I, I want to be a part of this. Come on now, that's what the scripture said. I'm done with this arrangement. huh? I want to be the hand. <laughs> Look at verse 16. And if the ear shall say, because I'm not the eye, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? (laughs) Think about that. Amen. If the whole body were an eye, where were were the hearing? If the whole body were hearing, (laughs) where were the smelling? Verse 18 says, but now have God sent the members, every one of them in the body, Set the members, every one of them in the body, as it hath pleased him. God is real, he's the creator, he created to work us to work individually together. Amen. <laughs> and if they were all one member, where were the body? That's verse 19, verse 20. But now are they many members, yet but one body. Amen. <laughs> i like, I like how the Bible, it's just constantly, we can't miss it. It just keeps drilling us in us. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 21. And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet. I have no need of you. <laughs> Look at verse 22. Nay, much more than those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. See, you can injure a part of your body or just growing old. Amen. Everything is still necessary, saints. Huh? Your big toe, do you know your big toe helps to balance your whole body? Huh? <laughs> if it was off, you probably couldn't stand. Huh? You wouldn't be balanced. <laughs> Look at verse 23. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable... Upon these we bestow more abundant honor, and our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness. See, this scripture is showing that the jobs that are not out in front are still important. (laughs) Amen. You have important parts of your body you cannot see, saints. Your heart, your liver, your internal organs, they're not out in the open. Amen. (laughs) But you better believe they just as important. Anybody want their heart to stop? Huh? <laughs> you can't see it. Uh, but it's part of your body. Amen. We want everything. We want all the body to be functioning correctly. Say amen to that. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. The face, the hair, the eyes, etc. The things that binds us together is the Lord saying. Say amen to that. God is real, and we are all family. Amen. Verse twenty-four says, "For our comely parts have no need, but God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that which which uh, part which lacked." Amen. (laughs) We just went through that. That there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. You all hear that? had the same care one for another and whether one member suffered what happens saints all of us suffer when one is going through something we all going through something amen oh thank you Jesus or when one member be honored all the members rejoice with it now we now ye are the body of Christ and members in particular and God hath set some in the church first apostles Secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers. After that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, governments, diversities of tongues. And then he asked this question, verse 29, are all apostles? (laughs) No, are all prophets? No, are all teachers? No, are all workers of miracles? No. No. Have all the gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? <laughs> no. But look at verse 31. It says, but covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. That's what I'm trying to show you. First, one is God is real. And then I always want to show you a more excellent way. Amen. Now, here's the only time when it's really... You know, you, you can covet because, you know, it's another scripture that said, don't be covetous. Amen. Don't covet things. Amen. But this says, covet earnestly the best gifts. <laughs> this one had me, saints. I spent some hours with God to get what I'm going to get y'all right now. <laughs> Amen. Because I was like, wait, Lord, now nah, this huh, is going a couple of ways here. <laughs> I don't get it. You got to give it to me. <laughs> Amen. And I don't stop. I don't do them drive bys. You know, I just drive by, I read the scripture, I don't know, and I just go to the next one. No, I got to know what it's talking about. Amen. It said, but covered earnestly the best gifts, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. (laughs) Covered earnestly the best gift. What's the best gift, saints? Some say the best gift is preaching the word of God. They say that's the best gift. Amen? (laughs) It's an awesome gift. I'm going to tell you that right now. But it just didn't sit right with me. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. You know, what is the best gift? What's the best gift, saints? Come on, tell me. Hey, that's a great, that's an awesome gift. Amen? (laughs) That's a, we read that right here, didn't we? But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's an awesome gift. Amen. So we we definitely want to do that. But I'm going to give you all what the Lord gave me. You know what the best gift is the one that God gave you. <laughs> Whatever gift you are walking in, that is the best gift for you. Say amen to that. Oh, I, st- I had to sit there with the Lord. I just, it just didn't sit right with me. Now let me give you a, a natural or an earthly illustration. Let me show it to you in the natural. Amen. Michael Jordan plays basketball. Is he gifted? Can he, can he play ball? Tiger Woods plays golf. Huh? Is he gifted? Can he play golf? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. You know I had to go there all the doors. But here's the question. Can they switch and be successful? (laughs) Why? That's not their gift. See, I'm trying to show you that the best gift is the one God gave you for you. It says, earnestly, stay on that one. Amen. And then we got got living proof of Michael Jordan. What did he do? He tried to play baseball. Oh, I want to play baseball now. How did that work out for him? Not too good. He left that and went back and won three more championships using his gift. (laughs) Oh, praise the Lord. Say hallelujah to that, saints. I tarried for that one. Amen. (laughs) Because I just had to know, Lord, what is this talking about? Amen. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is real, saints. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah to you, Lord hallelujah lord he doesn't make mistakes saint god doesn't make mistakes he won't allow us to be ignorant and wander through life not knowing our purpose amen so once that gift once you discover what your gift is but cover earnestly the best gifts what's the best gift the one that god gave you (laughs) that's your best gift amen he says go after that earnestly and then he says and yet, show I unto you a more excellent way. That's what that is. I just showed you. A more excellent way. Amen. Father, thank you for your word today, Lord, that you, you promised us will never return to you void. You are real, Lord. And we thank you for being real in our lives, Lord, for having us not to be ignorant, Father. To teach your servants, Lord, to guide us, to protect us, to love us, Lord. We just want to say thank you today, Lord. You're awesome, you're mighty, Lord, and we, we give you the glory, praise, and honor this day, Father. Thank you for everything you're doing in our lives. Thank you for our families, Lord. Thank you for using us for your glory, Lord. Hallelujah to you, Lord. We speak again in Jesus' name we pray, amen.